On day number two of 10 days, Rump Chat coming your way from the cinch booth in the fabulous RMEF Outdoor and Hunting Expo on today's episode. Oh, we're going to hear from the Rumford Wives and Hambone Wives and a committee that's truly changing it all in the heat of August. Would you please make welcome the stars of the show who promise to bring you more organization over the next 60 minutes than last night's opening ceremonies. Justin Rumford and Josh Hambone Hilton. Maybe a few people are hungover and broke. Uh, it is back, Rump Chat, day number two, with your kick-ass, uh, best rodeo podcast in America, period. Top 200 in the world. <laughs> Justin and Josh. I tell you what, it's phenomenal. What a beautiful day to be in Las Vegas. Last night, uh, any time that we get back to the finals, like the first night is always magical. I've, I've found that, don't you agree with the handbone? Like, no matter what. No matter how old you are or how long you've been rodeoing, there's just something special about night number one of the NFR. Yeah, it's the anticipation. It's the year's worth of work, year's worth of preparation, you know, all to get it going. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll have one of those. So, um, you know, production-wise, we had a few bumps, but, you know, thought it was okay tonight, opening. You know, you, uh, you were very critical last year of the I uh, was. bands, and um, I think tonight you'll be pleasantly surprised. Can I know you, you're not a big fan of, of the guy, but he's kind of a big deal. Can you give us a, anybody out here or anybody listening at home, can you give us a bit of a clue on who the opening is? Or is that against your rules? No, because I think it's public, but anyway, I'm not going to say. Just say, how many people think he should say? I right, don't, everybody? So, no, it's a surprise I, because, see, in, in the meeting room, in our production meetings, we have, there's a fine board, and the fine is a bottle of whiskey, is a quart of whiskey. We get these and, whiskey and bottles Benny, free. And Benny Butler is the czar of it. How, how many think that cost him a quart of whiskey? And then you have to, you get, I mean, anything, being late, unprepared. Um, I got fined twice last year for rules I did not know. Apparently, you're supposed to leave the production deck right after the rodeo so everybody leaves and doesn't come down and talk. Right. I stayed and talked, and I got Ooh. fined. Uh, your phone goes off. You get fined. Uh, pretty much anything that Benny thinks, you'll get fined. Um, yeah. So the, the hot topic, though, from last night, uh, every year that we've done, this is our fourth year rump chat during the NFR. First year was a BFO tent. Year number two was at... Uh, was in Dallas. Yeah, so year number four. No, we I, did two years at the BFO tent. Oh, that was right. And then it went to Dallas. So one thing. I, uh, Fort I, Worth, not Dallas. Completely two I, different. Right. It's like I Canada always, and Russia. I always love to get on the Facebook and see what everybody was saying. The hot topic today from the Facebook world from last night. Can anybody guess what it is besides the Cowboy Channel one? The horse that bucked in the opening. <laughs> did you all see that? There is more damn threads about the horse that bucked in the opening, right? And uh, some of the, my favorite one is, uh, I got to read this. Guess, guess whose horse that was. So stock contractors, it was Servies. Was it really? Yep, it was Servies. And Benny said, mine have bucked him off. <laughs> How hard is it to put some horses together that don't buck? They should call my neighbor. He has eight horses that are gentle for kids or anybody to ride. You would think in the world of rodeo, there would be more horses that these guys would be able to ride without taking a chance of hitting the dirt before the rodeo starts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that not just precious? Who was, who was the guy that was on the horse? Creek Young. Oh. Bull rider out of Missouri. Yeah, he's And tough. for a bull rider, he could actually ride a horse. Yeah, you because, know. Because uh, Cole uh, Fisher cannot, like, it's bad, and you get fined if you, if you don't get in the grand entry, and you're not a bareback rider. Bareback riders, they do not require to ride, but everybody else, if you don't ride in the grand entry, you get fined. And uh, in the rehearsal, Cole looked like Whiplash, the cowboy monkey on top of that horse. It was pretty bad. They had to add one extra horse this year for that. Yes, they had yeah. to add. Uh, the other hot topic of the night was 
the uh, the blackout from the Cowboy Channel was oh yes not working. A lot of people were pretty pissed off about their ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cent package. package. But what people don't realize is that gives you all year long. I think it breaks down to like eight dollars and twenty five cents a month for eight thousand rodeos. Oh no, I'm I'm not. Even, Which I'm not. actually they're gonna they've narrowed it down to one hundred and ten. That's all they're going to broadcast next year is 110 rodeos. Not, As of right now, things always change. But not 100 rodeos in 100 days. Because right now, if you have a goat roping in the backyard, the Cowboy Channel will air it. <laughs> yeah. They, they uh, aired this, uh, the professional um, semi-pro rodeo from Topeka, Kansas. Did you see that? <laughs> they had, when it was time to chase out the, the livestock, they would bring a team of 14 rednecks and car hearts on foot with sorting sticks and rattle paddles. So <laughs> rattle it, was, it was actually quite entertaining. Like, you know, when you think about this world that we live in with production and, and themes and lasers and timelines, at that rodeo, it was just rednecks with uh, sorting sticks. There was a guy in the arena just smoking cigarettes. He was just standing in the middle of the arena. And I'm, I'm wrong. It is $100 for just the NFR. Just oh, the NFR alone is a hundred bucks. So it's ten dollars around. Jacob, do you know more about? Yeah, you can. On top of what you already pay for the annual subscription, so it's hundred dollars plus a hundred. Yes, so, I stand corrected. Yep. So if you if you get so it was a hundred dollars to look at my Roku box last night that said error, <laughs> and I paid fifteen dollars for the Roku box. You know, so start so adding it, it up. Adding up. It's really starting to add up. Yeah. Uh, well, so. okay, but what I don't understand is, so if you buy the the Cowboy Channel app plus, it does not cover the NFR. That's what I understand. But then last night I was able to review segments of it that were in progress that were not the live feed. So what if you have it just through DirecTV? Like, say you're sitting at home, it's not on the Cowboy Channel or RFD. It's on there with the breaks and everything, but if you want the immersive 24-hour experience, arena feeds, all that, if you want to get the Rogerisms, all that, it's $100. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm, there you go. I, I was not aware. We were at the Mirage last night, which uh, everybody, if you get a chance to go to the Mirage, holy crap, it was awesome. You better get there early. It's one in and one out. Like It was packed by... Oh, probably 8.30 last night. Casey Donahue was in concert last night. Tonight in concert, Lainey Wilson, who was, uh, she was just on Yellowstone the other day, which it was kind of corny, but it was the, where uh, O'Dutton, he's just having his governor party at his house, and all the ranch hands are in the arena roping each other. And, and then they start dancing. They start square dancing. <laughs> and Lainey Wilson's standing by the fence, and, and then Beth is like, you looking for a cowboy? And uh, anyhow, that's the chick. I don't know what she sings. Lainey Wilson. That's, that's, anyway, we won't even get into the corniness of Yellowstone. But um, our celebrity, so we have the Celebrity Tattoo League Pro Fantasy Rodeo where the number one winner who wins it gets to pick the very last place person's tattoo. Like Rump's got a tattoo that Flint Rasmussen designed. And uh, on his leg. I do. Because he lost. So, I am number seven out of uh, 20. Yeah. You are 17th. I didn't have a good pro fantasy rodeo. Actually, I kind of did. After the bareback riding last night, I was number one in all of pro fantasy rodeo. But, but look at this. Look who's behind you. 18th is Flint. 19th is J.B. Mooney. And 20th is Coleman Proctor. So, funny thing about J.B. Mooney, uh, we just saw J.B. a little while ago, but when I was talking to him about the tattoo league, he, he don't care. Like, he will do the tattoo. The thing about the tattoo league is this. It loses the fun if the last guy doesn't do it. You can buy your way out, for five, but you got to put $5,000. So, if you're the very last guy, you either have to get the tattoo, the number one guy designs, or you have to pay five grand. Everybody in the past has paid the money and not got the tattoo, except for me. I got the tattoo in Billings, Montana, at a tattoo parlor called Magic Markers by a guy that's, y'all know that place? This guy was six foot four, bald. 
He had no shirt on. And I'm not embellishing this. You can ask Dusty Tuckness. He had a tattoo of Satan on his belly and a tattoo of Satan's hand grabbing him by the mouth. You don't complain about your little weenie leg tattoo to a dude with Satan on his chest. Turns out, though, he was like the sweetest guy I've ever met. <laughs> so, Hambone, you don't yeah. have a tattoo. However, I don't. If you lose this league, your wife is right there. Whitney, if he loses, you guys are not paying the 5000 He is getting the tattoo. It's not 5000 It's 5000 If you look in the terms and conditions, bro, you signed it $5,000. Will he be getting a tattoo? Yes, he will. On I'm my gonna, lower back. I would, I, if you get a, what, would you get a tattoo if it was a Iowa Hawkeye, uh, like the <laughs> yeah, Hawkeyes logo? I'm getting a tiger hawk on my lower back. You should get a, um, a tattoo. as much as my butt crack shows when I sit down, it's going to really be out there. Go Hawks. I don't even have to wear a ball cap for people to know who I root for. <laughs> Go Hawks. So um, the tattoo league, we're, I mean, it's day number one. It, nothing's, it doesn't matter where you are uh, in pro fantasy rodeo today. It's. What was your, now that you've low-lighted everything, uh, what about the highlights? I think the highlight was, um, and Randy Corley, who's been here like 68 years yeah. at the NFR, but he never remembered them riding seven bulls in a the row. They rode seven in a row. Yeah, the bull riding was outstanding last night. I was very proud of the guys. Shout out to Tristan Hutchins. Yep, that was Col- pretty great. College, college rodeo cowboy, Sol Ross kid, rode the crap out of one. Um, but, like, those guys, they came to ride bulls. It's a good, good job to Trey Kimsey. Yep. You know, finally coming back. I mean, it was, it was a great all around. Shout out to my buddy, Casey Field. I preach from the book of Casey, okay? Casey Field, to me, is very special. Casey's like a beautiful feather floating among the soft breeze in Utah when he rides bucking horses. Like, <laughs> he's badass. Uh, I, I was also pulling for Jesse that. Pope, too. But, uh, yeah, so last night, um, it, was, it was a good set of horses. I mean, it, it was just a good night, number one set of horses. Perfect. Uh, tonight, we got these are uh, the horses out tonight in the bareback ride are kind of the, uh, the senior citizens of, of bucking horses in the bareback with Wilson Sanchez. You remember that horse came originally from High Low Pro Rodeo. Uh, they've won tons around on that horse. Full baggage. Full baggage has been around for quite a while. Oh, there's Tom Newens. There's Boom Boom. Holy crap. The so, celebrities are here. So uh, in the Rump Chat League, one of the prizes is a weekend with Tom Newens right yeah. there in the uh, leather NFR coat. Let's Big all give Tom a hand. Everybody clap for Tom Newens, everybody. You if get a you, full weekend with Tom. Hey, if you uh, anybody needs a Volvo, automatic Volvo, semi-truck driven, that's your man right there. Tom drives a semi in a thong. <laughs> I know. I've got a video. If you go to tomsthong.com. <laughs> so, right, let's get into it. Yes. We, let's bring up our guests. Well, you know, every day here at Rum Chat, we, uh, we highlight a rodeo, uh, and not just any rodeos. We hi- highlight rodeos that, that uh, Hambo and I both work, and, ham- and rodeos that we believe in that kick ass. And if you are a Rum Chat fan at all, we've talked about uh, Sykeston, Missouri a lot because it is truly one of the very best rodeos in the world, not only in the arena, but outside the arena, in golf carts, or wherever you may be. Today's Rodeo of the Day, Sykes of Missouri, as you look to the big screen, we got a pretty cool video. Audio? There it is. Copy. 
That's it right there, folks. One of the great, great rodeos and professional rodeos. So let's bring him up. Dean Leroy. Round of applause. Sykes to Missouri, guys. Go I guess get a beer if you want. Did you ask permission, Leroy? Leroy's not his real name, but it doesn't matter. It's Ethan. I didn't even know your name was Ethan for the last four years. Well, I, I know oh. that now. I could obviously see. He just got, oh, he got he a, just he got got a survey vest. Is, it, is their contract year up when you're the boss? Or? <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> um, so, yeah, welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So uh, let, let's talk about this year. Uh, um, obviously, you know, the JCs uh, as part of the organization, and then the, they're, they're obviously the rodeo board is, is the other part that actually puts it on. Yeah, so Sykes is pretty unique when it comes to the layout of our committee. Uh, like you said, we have the, the Junior Chamber of Commerce, that is the, the club base, and then our project is our rodeo. Uh, so all the young men in Sykeson that come out and join, we – throw them to work they work for free and we give everything we make back to our community okay that that's that's the that's uh, the nice version that's yeah. the nice version now tell us the real version they come out they drink about 45 beers a night we break more than we fix but we have a good time doing it but i tell you what they're, they're up every morning every morning if, if somebody calls handbone calls and needs a something lifted up to the press box it's you know what? Five people are there so helping. So I can't get my stuff out of the announcer stand until the next morning. It is a struggle every year to get your drunk asses out of bed to come drive a lift to come get me. But most you of them are the only one. Bed the only chairman I've had, Barber. <laughs> He's the only one that came over and was there in the lift when I asked. This year I was, oh, and then you call, hello, I need a lift. I'll make a phone call. And phone I'm waiting call 30 minutes. I've got a 16 and a half hour drive home. <laughs> this is the, the, your pity show. It is. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, it's your challenge. Well, Leroy went to bed at 3 Saturday. I didn't see him until Tuesday. I would like to get it down Saturday night, but I don't think there's That's a sober not, yeah. person on yeah. earth at that Depends point. Depends on how you want it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You be careful what you wish for. We can help you get it down Saturday Hand night. Bone. There was people there to help you, right? Eventually. Anyhow, okay. <laughs> I got to tell y'all the, the kind of the coolest thing about the the Sykes and Rodeo too is that it is a party. But you guys party, but yet if something needs done, I think it was what three years ago when um, all the power went down. And all of a sudden, just JCs just come out of nowhere and start digging trenches. I mean, it's like when, when somebody snaps a finger at any point, that no matter what happens, these guys could all be drinking beer and partying and cruising around in golf carts, which that's a whole other story. But as soon as something has to happen, boom, it's done. And the facility that you guys have, that's what I, I, I wish more people could get to go to Sykeson. And if, if you're listening on, on uh, Apple or Spotify, the facility is top-notch. The VIP area, uh, originally that was the home of the Little League Baseball World Series, right? No, so eventually we tried to get a contract for the Little League World Series. There's a few of us that did that. Uh, obviously, we're not as good as the ones that got it, but we still have an arena now in the shape of baseball field. Yeah, it's literally, so the buck and shoots are along this way, and then it goes out like a baseball field. And the time event shoots are over here, so obviously the team ropers have the whole arena to go left. But it, it, is, it is a different shape. It's, it's a very unique arena. You ought to come out and see it. We, uh, you know, our bucking shoots are all lefts, you know, and you can fear the humidity and the heat. Yeah. But the horses and the bulls buck some of the best out there ever is right there in Sykes. Oh, yeah. What was really neat was how much coverage our rodeo got in 2020 whenever it was in Texas, the NFR. And their arena was opposite setup, but it still was in the shape of a baseball field. And you'd hear a lot of the contestants saying, well, you know, rode in Sykes this year, so I didn't really have to change my mindset. I, I understood a big arena that's shaped in the baseball field. That's and true. I never you heard a lot of that. barrel racers talking about that, that on, 
on the channel and stuff like that. And it made us it was like, pretty cool that after that, a lot of people started following us on our social media. And it, it was really neat uh, having something that unique and stands out. Well, yeah, that mean the besides just the arena, though, the above. OK, so if you all haven't seen it, I'm telling you, you got to go above the bucket shoots is a full set of bleachers. In the corner is the uh, the VIP, which there's full bar up there, and then the uh, the announcer stand. The booth is way up in the corner. However, clear around the whole thing, um, where, where all the bleachers are. Don't you guys sell like how much beer does do they sell in Sexton and Leroy? You aren't you the beer sell? guy? It was a bunch. Leroy started out in a beer stand. You want dollars or amounts? Amount. We don't amounts, need money. Yeah. Oh. It, it's off the scale of the charts. They ran out. Wasn't it, wasn't we, it like one night they floated like 115 kegs or something like oh, that? A couple yeah, on a yeah. Thursday. Before last, I think the record was like 128, actually. 128 kegs floated, not tapped, floated. Floated. So this year with uh, Co Wetzel coming in to finish off the show for us, uh, he, he broke a lot of records for us this year, did a great job. Brought in a, a very unique crowd. Uh, we broke records for beer sales, uh, Band-Aids. Uh, Band-Aids. We rented every jail cell that night, I think. But it was, uh, that was a night they, they did not have enough beer in the semi-trailer. We, we, we told them, like, it, be ready for it. And they, they brought out every reefer trailer they had, everything, and... Tapped it clean. Wow. So. Hey, is, well, but, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's hot. Why not? Yeah, when it's that hot. Um, another cool thing you guys did was but provide. It, it really wasn't hot this year. No, I mean, this is the nicest Sykeston it's Mama, ever been. Mama Bizzle prayed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it, what? My mom prayed a lot for that to be perfect weather. <laughs> she oh, did a hell of a good gotcha. job. So you guys actually at the Great Lakes Circuit Finals provided the beer for the contestants. What's that? You, <laughs> <laughs> Leroy, you're, uh, the, the show's over here. Dial in. Got you. So didn't you guys provide all the beer for contestants at Great Lakes Circuit Finals? Yes, we bought some beer for them at the Bowling Alley deal, and that's a really nice deal. And uh, actually, you know, going forward at Sykeson, we are getting behind our circuit guys, and we're going to make some that's changes great. going forward for them. So 2023 is going to be a little different on what we're going to do for them going forward and continue to support our circuit guys. Well, well you know. Good on you. Good on you guys. I, that's I really, awesome. I really yeah, wish. That's right. Round of applause. Yeah. Supporting circuits. I, and I wish, and I, I know it's a kicker uh, that time of year where, you know, just the geograph. What am I, what's the word for? Geographical. Geographical. Geogra- spell it, rope. Geographically speaking, it is hard for a lot of guys to get to. Sykeston, but I mean, you still get Cole Franks, you get Tim O'Connell, um, you get Wade Sundell. I mean, you guys get some good people, but I, I just wish, and that's one thing that why we promote it on here because uh, we love your rodeo. You know, like me and Hamon talk about it all the time. There's rodeos you go to because you get a paycheck, and there's rodeos you go to because you love it. Sykeston's one we love, and I wish that we could get more people there to see how awesome that is. Because, you know, when, when we go to the awards banquet, um, you know, and, and we see different rodeos, I think about the rodeos that get left out of the, the, the top rodeos of the year that I go to that I'm, I'm sitting there going, how is this rodeo not one of the top? You know, uh, contestant hospitality at Sykeston, they, they have a full room, uh, this, this building, and it's uh, inside this building, it's got TVs and air conditioning. It's got a huge cooler full of drinks. And just for the, the contestants, they have it catered nightly. Now, I'm not talking, this is not the, the uh, hospitality pulled pork room. pork sandwiches? No, they, they got good food in there. Not pulled pork, like good stuff. But in this room, there's four different showers and four different bathrooms. So anybody that's rodeoing and, and you know, uh, doesn't want to shower in the back of their capri or not shower at all, they have a washer and dryer in this building for the contestants. So as far as helping out the contestants, there's plugins, which is key in, in August, okay? There's plugins everywhere. You guys really roll out the red carpet for the contestants. And so when I, when I see these other rodeos uh, like, like Sykeston and, and Fort Madison that just 
are absolutely phenomenal rodeos that kind of get left out of the frame because of the location. I, w- I, I just want to drive more people to say, man, come look what we already know. Come see how cool this is. Yeah. And, you know, what's really nice, you know, we invite so many rodeos a year to come out, roll the red carpet out for them, let them see how we do things. So we can eventually go to their performances and learn certain things that they do that we can better ourselves. And one thing that we really push when another rodeo comes to our facility is the, you know, the contestant hospitality. Because whenever we're, we're young and growing up in this, and whenever a contestant is happy, it makes your life a lot easier. And we know that they're on the road. They don't have the amenities of a home. And if we can provide it and we show another committee that this is something that we do and they love us for it, we hope that they do the same thing eventually and just make it better for your contestants. What, one other thing I really love, too, and the, uh, the concerts at Sykeston. When you look back and on the wall in one of those buildings, there's all the concerts. Before rodeos were doing concerts, I mean, if you think the timeline of rodeo concerts, Sykeston has been doing concerts after the rodeo before pretty much anybody did concerts after the rodeo. Like the, the Sykeston booty, you guys were way above, uh, way above that on getting the concerts. And every year, I always think it can't get any better, and then it does. Last year, you had Little John. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, that was and awesome. I'm gonna tell you what, that dude was an entertainer. I mean, it was we brought a little Vegas club to Sykeston. He got on there. He DJed. What we? What all songs did you? I mean, we heard Miley Cyrus. I mean, the cra- it was crazy what all he did. No, it was crazy. Little John doing that stuff. Jacob, that's not what I expected. I J- think he Googled white people dance music on the way down. And, yeah. Uh, I, I stole just that a from Spotify you. playlist. Did he check every bo- box? I think he checked every box. He Don't really you? did. We did sing-alongs. It was a. I mean, it was, it was an party. immersive party. And what I'll give you guys credit for, because I go there too, and I mean, love it, love it, love it is. Y'all pioneered that subgenre in your concerts during COVID when we had the back out on that mm-hmm. concert night and yeah. you threw the Hail Mary and you brought Nelly in there. Now all of a sudden, Nelly, I watched Nelly this year at Cheyenne. Oh, yeah, he, he chimed in a Because he stepped point. into that role courtesy of guys like y'all who that's just an example of how y'all think outside the box on everything you do. And I, that's it's just a kind of an example of the, the pioneer spirit or whatever well, you want to say that goes with it. I think it's to having a young committee. Yeah. I think having a young committee that our roles constantly change so, so quickly, you know, you want as a committee man to keep, keep, keep the juices flowing, keep things changing, and having new young guys in our committee, I mean, there's things that I did that Ethan probably wouldn't do and same vice versa, but having those different – ideas and so many different changes happening constantly we we've learned so much from it I, I do i feel like we are helping this industry out when it comes to that but is what? it isn't the deal though you can't be on the committee after th- you can't be 40 and be on the jc's or what what's the word jweb exhausted 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 you become exhausted Rooster. how do you Leroy? exhausted Fine. No, how old are you? Exhausted. Not how are you? I'm 34. Use triple exhausted. 34. You're 34, so you got, six, you got six years before you're exhausted. Yeah. What about you, D? I'm 33. Oh, so, shit. You got seven years. I've been exhausted for two. <laughs> if you do the math, I'm 42. <laughs> the best of there, the, uh, Bobby Reed would jump out of the airplane. And never hit the arena. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You saw that. There's video footage. No, he That's did. a long he, zoom he lens. But, but he came, the plane would fly by, and this was a couple years ago, and the plane flew back by, and <laughs> Rufford goes, I would not be surprised right now if Leroy was in that plane dropping 30 packs of bush light out the window. And I, It wouldn't shock me at all. And I just want to say nothing against Bobby Reed. Bobby Reed is a good man, and the thing that's crazy is the size of the arena in Sykeston. That's a big-ass arena. After he missed the arena with the parachute twice, he decided he needed to put an X in the middle of the arena. But not only did he miss the arena, he overshot the arena by a mile and a half and ended up in somebody's backyard in a bean field. Now, mind you, it was very windy. Well, I know it's windy, but if you're a parachuter, 
And your job is to land in the arena. A mile and a half is not just a little bit. That's well, like if I'm going to try to throw a ball against a cinch trailer and it ends up hitting a, one of the, the, uh, the bucket <laughs> machine, you know what I'm saying? Like that seems like a pretty big mix-up for a dude that's trained. He well, felt really bad wait, about well, it wait if, a minute, that, if that wait helps a him out. So. You think that's a hiccup? What about on the actual date that he missed it in Fort Madison? I was there. What's that? He missed it in Fort Madison? Yes. I don't. Oh, on nine on nine eleven. Yes, he did. Oh yeah. Oh, poor guy. I think yeah. He, well, uh, well, I okay. Think, I think actually Bobby. Re- uh, the next topic. I think Bobby Reed retired. <laughs> really looking forward to those noon meetings at Sykeston next year. Yeah. But well, honestly, if you're out there listening and you're a parachuter, uh, just land in the arena. I think we went by this because, Boyd, you know, when you're trying, it is so hard when you're trying to. Get it timed to where they land right at the end of the anthem. God of bless. all the times I've seen it, whether it's um, Dana who does it, uh, the double amputee does it in Weatherford. Oh yeah, that guy's uh, pretty good. Or Flying News guy, who's the best. He's really good. Really. Uh, or Bobby Reed, or you know, it very rarely happens well, at the end of the. <laughs> we anthem. were in a meeting at one point, and <laughs> boy, it's like fourth night. He's like, you know what, dude, you just jump and we'll figure it out. Or yeah. two years ago, we had the, uh, the 9-11 video, and uh, Boyd is doing this great job of announcing, you know, on the video and all this, and he, we've got the, everyone standing, clapping, crying, like, just everything's going to America. And then Boyd's like, he what? He's like, folks, you're supposed to have a flag fly in, but he ended up a mile away. <laughs> you're like, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, the, one, the uh, one point when they said, look to the heavens. As we bring in the American flag, and everybody looks to the heavens, and then the heavens keep going by the arena. <laughs> everybody say, thank you, and we will see you. <laughs> well, it's definitely a bucket list rodeo, second weekend in August. It's, um, it's a fun run for us because, you know, my hometown, Sydney, I was the week before. Yeah. So but was between those two weeks, my liver the one, severely the, hates itself. This but. is the, uh, the 100th. That's anniversary right. of the Sydney Iowa Championship Rodeo this year, Big the one hundredth. This you, is kind y'all of y'all are welcome. We got room. Come to Sydney, Iowa, where um, one of our Rump Chat fans and former bullfighter and one of the coolest guys I've ever met, Eddie Hatfield, who fought bulls there, is going to come back and help in clown acts. Uh, I think Frank Newsom's going to come back. Awesome. Frank used to fight bulls, so it's going to be a reunion. In Sydney, Iowa. And uh, come for the rodeo, stay for the parade. And then go on down to Sykeston. Go, go to Andy's house on Sunday, jump in the yeah, swimming pool. Yeah, yeah, come to my brother's house, we're having a pool day. But seriously, guys, if you get a chance to come to Sykeston, Missouri, get there. It You're two matter. and a half hours south of St. Louis Airport, a um, couple hours from Memphis. So, I mean, pretty easy to get to, really. So, if you are disappointed, these guys will refund your money for the whole trip. <laughs> Airfare included. Airfare included. Ain't that right, Leroy? We'll work with you. I'll say that. <laughs> you heard it here on Rump Chat, right. everybody. Well, let's get around. Free of trips from Sykes to Missouri. Sykes and JC Boot Hill Rodeo. Thank, Thank you, guys. You guys. We set up the seat. All right, next we're going to have a little fun. Um, we were drinking bourbon the other night, and we had this great idea. Of course, my wife is talking right now, but um, we're going to have a little game. You know, behind every good man, there's a better woman, right? And when you see these two gals standing next to us, people are like, how and why? Well, and we, but, don't, we don't give them enough credit. You know, like, I'm going to tell you guys something that you may not know. Being married to Josh and I, it's not easy. Okay. <laughs> we are we are not the we get along really good with each other because we know each other really well. But the other couple in our life, uh, the other people besides us, is our wives. <laughs> so God, I just get I sound creepy in everything I've said. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're gonna do a little game show, but give a big round of applause to our beautiful brides, Ashley Rumford and Whitney Hilton. I will tell you, they did not want to do this. 
Yeah, we did. We had to talk to him. I bet Gus. Here comes Gus. He's not going to leave his mama alone. Gus, you want to see what the Oh, here he goes. <laughs> oh, it'll be okay. Grammy? Grammy, Papa's coming. Don't worry. He spilled his drink. Oh, Gus, guys. That is the cutest little oh. bugger in the world. Oh. Uh oh, oh Baba. Oh. He'll be okay, folks. He's a little bit like his dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, say a that into the like microphone. He is a Gus. lot like his dad. <laughs> Gus, Old do you want to come up here? Gus, Gus. Gus, come up here. Come up here, Come baby. up here, buddy. Come here. Give it up for Gus, everybody. Yay. Oh, God, it's terrible. He's just like his dad. He's crying and his pants are falling off. <laughs> That's very true. And he just wants Whitney. That's it. <laughs> he just wants Whitney to hold him. Well, you know, it, it really is cool to have uh, these girls on here. Because even, a little, little backstory here, with everything we do, I mean, uh, traveling, look, he's happy now. He's, he's good so to go. He's so happy. Hey, Whitney, grab your mic. There you go. Whitney. Um, traveling coast to coast, state to state. With kids and trailers and being parked at different rodeo grounds and, and cooking meals and, you know, Gus jumping up in the bed with Hambone and at 4 o'clock in the morning when you go to bed at 1 o'clock in the morning and Whitney putting up with Hambone, uh, cooking food till 2 o'clock in the morning and, and uh, all the bad things about him. Me and Ashley, I actually don't do anything that makes her mad, and that's the key to marriage, I think, so... Before we get started with this game, I want each one of you to say the one thing you love the most about your husbands. Oh my God. Starting with Whitney. <laughs> Whitney. Oh, wow. Don't, don't get mad. She's trying don't to, there's mad. so many things she loves, she can't decide. I know, there is a lot. But I'm going to have to say is cooking is probably one of my favorite things. Oh. That's a good one. Oh, Josh is a great, wow. great cook. He's such a good cook. No, you know, there's other areas I need to improve in. His breakfast is my favorite. Okay, Ashley, now me. Um, <laughs> I love your sense of humor. You make me laugh every day, so even when you make me mad, you make me laugh still. Uh, uh, I when you do get mad, and I have not seen you giggle, though. I know. <laughs> and I'm glad that, that Josh can talk sense into you on a lot of things. Is it weird? So that, I love your friendship. That is goes it weird, both ways. Actually. Is it weird yeah. for you girls uh, to, you know, try to compete with how good of friends me and Josh are? It, we do feel like we do feel like the outsiders sometimes. I think so. That's good that we're such good friends because um, we can talk about you guys behind your backs like you guys are <laughs> complaining about us. <laughs> I've never heard you complain about Whitney. <laughs> Raise oh my your God, hand if you believe good. that. <laughs> All right, let's get on with the game. Let's go. Game Jacob. show time. All righty. We, we have randomly selected several questions from a very corny game. <laughs> and Is it corny? Let's see here. Who do we want to start with? We'll start with... All right, Ashley, we'll start with you. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Would Rumford rather go to an amusement park, a water park, or a zoo? Um, I think that Justin would rather go to an amusement park just because we went to Disney World and he was the one that loved doing the Splash Mountain and all this stuff with the kids and I was like taking the pictures. But he probably belongs oh. at the zoo. I'm just kidding, I love you. Oh, did you raise zoo? Zoo. See, I said you belong at the zoo, but you love Ah, yes. Ah. I use that a lot. They yeah. don't have wild animals at Disney World. I'm sorry. They do, too, at Animal Kingdom, That liar. doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> okay, Wit, do better than I do. Jeez, right, Ashley, I thought we were closer than this. All right, Wit, could Ham run 10 miles right now without throwing up or passing out? And I guess we can tell from coming in here. Because <laughs> Ham, I did. This is, uh, yeah, we got a set up there. <clears throat> Go ahead, Whitney. Could he, he has to run the whole time? Uh, ten miles right now without throwing up or passing out. I don't know why the hell could I, I do this. that. <laughs> could I do that? And you can be honest. I'm gonna say no. Oh, mm. Hell no. Oh, <laughs> hell no. Good job. Ten miles. That's what it takes <laughs> you to get to the parking lot here. Yeah. <laughs> How long does he have? 
Okay. That was an easy one. Jeez, you get the, all the easy ones, Hambone. Is it timed? I haven't been keeping track. Did you win? Yes. Okay. It doesn't matter. We're not keeping score. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I'm yes, going to forget are. here in a minute. Honey, will I'll you, pick it up. I'll do will better. Will you hand me a gold buckle beer? I will. Love you. That's how I talk to her. All righty. Hambone. You can tell Sykeston's oh, been oh. here. There's two left. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. All right, Ham. Wit, got your, got your dry erase marker. All right, how would Whitney rate high school on a scale from one to five, with five being the best? Oh, a three. Uh, she didn't even write it down yet. <laughs> okay, I guess it's going to be a three. Two. Oh, two. I even said it, honey. Point You're supposed Rumford. to cheat. <laughs> okay, this is going great. All right. She's so sweet, she doesn't even cheat when she could have. Wait, what? I said right. three. She hadn't even written her answer down, and she writes two. Because Whit Whitney's so honest, you could play dice with her over the phone. <laughs> All right, Ash. I'm ready. Justin, we'll, don't answer. We'll cheat off of our favorite streaming service with this question. Okay. Who would be more entertaining to watch on a reality TV show? You or Rumford? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, go. Oh, can you say? I'm what do you say, call Justin? What do you call Justin? Big Bear. I'm going to say me. I mean, obviously. Yes. Okay. Like, I'm a mom. Are One to nothing. Everybody cheer. I'm beating Hambo. So, okay, that's yeah. your layup. I got a layup. That's your layup. Points even at two. Okay. Whitney? You going to get your whiteboard back? Do we okay. give them back to well, the Well, I'll just go ahead and ask them again. No, I got it. Oh, okay. okay. All right, Whitney. What, <laughs> what would Ham, if Ham was a god, <laughs> lowercase g, if Ham were a god, what would he be a god of? And oh. let's go ahead and not say the San Angelo stock show and rodeo. Because <laughs> we haven't heard about that at all this episode. If you were a god, what would you be the god? Uh, say it loud. Go Hawks. The Hawkeyes. The god of love. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Are you guys even married? <laughs> okay. The god of Hawkeyes, and you said the god of love? But don't you appreciate she worked in the Hawkeyes somewhere into this conversation? Like, yes. that just shows how much she loves Josh. Some people, Jacob's fixing to get fired. Some I people know call your passion for them. Some there people is a lot of love for the Hawkeyes. That's true. Some people call him Maurice. <laughs> okay. Right. Here it's a long go. way for a Steve Miller reference. Okay. I'm Ash. ready. Let's do this. All righty. Let's say that Justin Timberlake, Obama, and Oprah are in line, but Rumford can only let one of them in. Who does he choose? Justin Timberlake, Oprah, and Obama, yeah. you said? Yeah, only one can go in. Oh, oh my gosh. To the Mirage Party. Um, are you going to say Justin Timberlake? I don't know. What would I say? I'm, I think he would say Justin Timberlake. And he right. JT! You know, he great. almost died to a Justin Timberlake song. Yeah, we've heard it. <laughs> I, was, I was wrecking a semi to I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah, it was a red pee oh, and an exit when, ramp. Is everybody. that when you were taking the exit ramp? Yeah. Not the exit ramp, the runaway ramp. <laughs> Anybody can take a exit ramp. A man takes a runaway ramp. Oh, how much is it? How much do they charge you to take that exit ramp or that runaway ramp? Five thousand dollars. <laughs> which and six months with a uh, invalid driver's license. Doesn't matter, honey. We Not don't a need, big deal. Details. We don't need to tell everybody. All because the brakes go out. The drive shaft fell off. <laughs> what happened? Can I tell you just real quick? Go ahead. I was coming down the hill, and $5,000 in, in uh, Maury Tate, Mo Better Rodeo Company, okay? $5,000 to them is six years' pay, okay? Yeah. Gonna, I'm glad that's on. I was in their piece of crap semi. Maury was driving a $80,000 truck. Nikki was driving a $70,000 Hummer. And I was driving a $10,000 377 Peterbilt with a Detroit with naked lady mud flaps. When I topped the hill, 
going into Buffalo, Wyoming, coming across the meat or the Ten Sleep Pass. This song was playing on top of the hill going 25. I was downshift and I only had nine gears because, like I said, it's a piece of crap. When the drive shaft falls off, when the drive shaft falls off, it takes out the brake lines. I stepped, this is actually in a country music song. I stepped on down there to the brake, and the brake went on down to the floor and stayed there right on the floor, kind of like stepping on a plum. When I started going down the hill uh, with no brakes, I decided to myself, I said, self, you better jump your big ass out of this semi because you're going to die. So I opened the door, and I took off my seatbelt, and I tucked in my shirt. I don't know why. What were you wearing, though? I had on a, I had on a pair of shorts, uh, Nike shorts, no underwear. Not because I don't wear underwear, just they weren't clean that day. And I had on a Mo Better Rodeo t-shirt, and I had a, I had a, uh, a cap on. Remember that hat I bought at the truck stop that said, I love bikinis? Yes. You hated that hat. It wound up in a garage sale. Yeah. It ran away from home, I mean. I'm sorry, so, it ran away from home. I, I was like, I need to jump, but by the time I talked myself into jumping, um, we were going 45 and then 50. And then when I shut the door, I was like, I don't know if I can survive it jumping out at 65 mile an hour. So I put my seatbelt back on um, and started crying because I'm a crier. And it said runaway ramp a half a mile. So by the time uh, I got to the ramp, I was, if anybody knows anything about a Peterbilt, the, uh, the, the speedometer stops at 85. But that doesn't mean you're only going 85. You can go as fast as you want, I guess. And I took the runaway ramp going fast, and I'm going to tell you what. You ain't never been scared till you hit a runaway ramp in a piece of shit Peterbilt. And, well, I had 60 steers on, and they weren't just terribly happy with it either. <laughs> Slider to a halt, and I mean, when I hit the sand, both tires on the front go sideways. <laughs> but before I got, when I was just about to hit, I had one of those, I had an XM radio that plugged in the cassette, and I was listening to, that's when uh, Bringing Sexy Back was, that song was playing, and I'll never forget this my whole life. Even though I was shaking and crying, I said, I cannot die to this song. And I switched at the last minute, and I swear to God, uh, I switched it to the Boneyard and Highway to Hell was playing, which did not calm my nerves. Oh. But I hit it when I got out of the train. Like, I called Ashley. I'm like, babe, I need to tell you something. I was crying. She's like, get your shit together. I'm like, why are you crying? And he was like, I almost died. And I'm like... Justin, I'm busy. Like, what is, seriously, what's the matter? And he was like, no, I, and then, and then, run away, ran. And then I, you said. I love you. <laughs> well, I said, babe, I, I just wrecked this sim off the side of a mountain. I'm about died. And she goes, don't you die yet. I don't have insurance on you. I did say that. You did say a, that. that's a responsible thing to think. She's but, like, I'll bet you're just exaggerating. I took pictures. She's like, holy shit. <laughs> but yeah. You, you had flip-flops, T-shirt, and a short on, right? I'm a trucker, yeah. <laughs> and you had to walk to town? Well, no. They, uh, the highway patrolman, when he showed up, he looked at me like I did it on purpose. You know, like when you screwed up and you're little and you go to the principal's office and he's like, you, what to? So he was. I was like, I'll bet you feel real good about yourself, don't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like. I didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't really fun for me. It wasn't like, oh, this is great. So they towed me out, which cost, you know, $5,000. <laughs> That's why I ended up getting arrested later in life. Um, but then, yeah, when I got to town, I didn't have – there was an Uber back then. You can Uber with a Nokia. And um, I had to – it was cold, and, yeah, I just walked around town. Not a big deal, but you know what, Ashley, that made us closer. It did. You know what they say. Sometimes the closer, the closer you get to death – the closer you are to God. I don't know if they say and that. there I you made, go. I made I that shit up that. right there. I made that up. Back to the game. All right, back to the game. Who's up? That was a long segue right there. It was good, but I think we needed it. It's uh, Whitney's question. All right, it's their turn, it's right? Their yeah. Turn. Okay, let's see. Let's go to uh, Handball. 
What was, Whitney, are you ready to write? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I would like for you to write this prior to. Whitney, what was Hambones? What would have been Hambones? Go to, since his parents are in the stands, they can collaborate this. What was Ham's go-to Halloween costume when he was a child? Vince, do you know what it is? Oh, damn it. Vince is uh, like, we don't spend money on <laughs> Halloween costumes. They didn't. You're a cowboy this year. We made our own. Okay, stop giving her hints. She's writing. He was a ghost again. Oh my Alf. God. Okay, I loved Alf. Does anybody remember Alf? Okay, you cheated again. You waited until <laughs> she showed I, it to you. I did love Alf, but that wasn't uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, so you lost. And when we talk about so making close. our own, Mom would have pantyhose and diet green, and you know <laughs> that was. Were they used pantyhose? The tie- I don't know. <laughs> hey, remember when we were gonna? Anyhow, uh, yeah. Uh, real quick story about pantyhose. <laughs> So, um, in Douglas, Wyoming, one time, Rump and I and Cody Webster, uh, Cody was like first year in the PRCA, and we drank 68 beers, and we were going to um, go scare the Survey boys at the hotel. I was staying with you and your camper, and we were going to pound on the door and break in the door because it was a really crappy hotel, if you know Survey's on their budget. So, um, we decided we were going to get pantyhose, so we borrowed pantyhose from Sonny Deb. Do you remember that? Yep. It was, yeah. They were smoky. <laughs> but uh, that but we was, put it on, and we forgot at that time that Scotty has a, always carried a three fifty seven Magnum with him. Oh yeah, that, so we got to the door and decided we better not. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> Sorry. Pantyhose. Um, before we, we move on, I do want to say one thing about Halloween costumes. Since our, we're on the to- topic of marriage, when me and Ashley first got married, we went to a Halloween costume contest. And I dressed up as Fred Flintstone, and she dressed up as Wilma. And it was an outdoor Halloween uh, party. And before we got there, Ashley said, don't do anything stupid. Like, Which is standard for things that I say to so you before we go I was, somewhere. I was barefoot in this Fred Flintstone outfit, and it was so cold outside, and I wasn't wearing shoes because Fred Flintstone didn't wear shoes. Well, they had this little bonfire, and uh, so I thought – you know, just kind of to be funny and warm up, I was going to straddle this bonfire and warm up. And when I straddled the bonfire, my Fred Flintstone costume went up in flames like it was soaked in gas. And I had to rip off the costume, but it started melting to my skin. I kept yelling, roll, roll, you're supposed to roll. They teach you when you're little to stop, drop, and roll, but when you're on fire at a party dressed as Fred Flintstone, you forget that stuff. And... Especially funny, after some Pendleton. Funny thing is, most of my Fred Flintstone costume burned off before we got it put out. Well, the worst part was people started throwing drinks on me, which didn't help the fire. Right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, love That's you. Friends. Oh, yeah. Ashley's like, why did you do that? I did not catch myself on fire on purpose. Moving on. <laughs> Fred Flintstone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Rumford, as Ashley... Ever been kicked out of a bar, restaurant, or club? Yes or no? Oh, my gosh. Did and you write yes? <laughs> Did you? No, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. No, I have Was not. It a We're going no. A food court counts, too? No, I have okay. not. Ashley would not be kicked out of a bar because if somebody ever punched Ashley in a bar, Ashley would, by the time we left, they would be best friends and they'd be sharing Christmas cards. You're like, I'm sorry you hit me. Like, let's be uh, friends. Wasn't, I wasn't kicked out of a bar. I was just asked to have my brother come pick me up from a bar. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't for I'm fighting. I'm sorry, Chad. Yeah. It wasn't for fighting. It but, was for being overserved. Yeah. But that was the only time. I said I, no, I should have said, I thought you were too nice. No. Well, I wasn't mean. I wasn't kicked out. I just... I thought that that's Long pretty Island much tees, getting kicked out. Yeah, I was I, Long Island tees were on special. I think that and doesn't I count. I think they're wrong. And I was budgeting. I'm wrong. That's right a wrong. Yeah, so so that's a wrong. Like, Hambone's like, Whoops. don't give him the point. Yeah, because we're getting beat two to five, <laughs> five to ten, no, three to five. Oh, great, thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. All right, Whitney, get it together. <laughs> Whitney, 
<laughs> that's the first time that you have said hello to Whitney where you didn't say, Whitney, it's Helen. Oh, my God, Whitney, it's Helen. <laughs> there we go. More like it. I lost track. Yeah. Where are we at? Are we to the back of the It's them? Whitney's turn. It's Whitney. Whitney's turn. Whitney. 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 Yeah, Whitney to answer a question. Yes. Okay. All right, Whitney. On Hambone. Uh, what do, what would what would Hambone say? He gets complimented on the most. Oh. Oh my! What a sad face. No. Oh. No. Okay. No. Actually, there's a lot of things that come to my mind. Mm. You got to write it down. Oh, no, she I write it down. I write it down. He already wrote it down. He already wrote it down. Gosh. What is one thing? What, what was the question? Oh, damn it. Um, what does Hambone, what does Hambone think he gets complimented on the most? And let's not say boiling meat. <laughs> We've already done that. I know, but that's kind of <sighs> where it's at. Okay. I would say his cooking, because he loves to cook okay. in social atmospheres. All right, what's, what's another one? Uh-oh. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. We're in trouble. She already answered. I'd say my eyes. <sighs> oh, really? Like I've got really into the Arctic abyss. Yes. People compliment your eyes more than your cooking? Okay, so you I lost. I don't know. Probably not. Another <laughs> one for Rumford. Those are the only ones I really like, though. We are terrible we at this suck. game. <laughs> we really are happily married, folks. I promise. <laughs> we should have pra- We should have like planned this out better. Missy, like if you did this between the two of them, it would be like ten out of ten. All right, you know what? Let's try. Right, yeah. Let's try one. We'll just I know, okay. Okay, y'all sit over there. Just we'll sit, just sit, sit here. quietly. It might be Watch both the ways, real actually. relationship right. take place. <laughs> All right, Hambone, stare into Rumford's eyes. You're right. <laughs> Rumford's on the pin. Here we go. What superpower would you most want to have? Me? Yes. Okay, Justin, what superpower would Josh most yeah. want to have? Uh, Thanks, Ash. You're welcome. Doing a I very just poor wanna, job of driving the bus wanna, here. I just want to make sure he understands the question. And he writes. Oh, this is a long answer. I My know, God. I'm a little nervous. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, read man. people's minds. Mind reading? No. Make Iowa Hawkeyes have a winning season. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually did, but it's okay. That's stupid. That's that, stupid. that could be a superpower. <laughs> no, like we actually did that one the other night in the hotel room. Well, handbone, <laughs> shut, your, shut your mouth. That was a phone call I got from Justin when he was with oh, Josh man. the first time that the Hawkeyes had lost happened. a game. And Justin was a little scared. He punched a hole in the side of his RV. <laughs> <laughs> it was, well, anyway. All right. Yeah. One more. <laughs> Last Rump. one. What is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? <laughs> I mean, hang on, man. That's a volume. Oh, he knows. It just wow. happened. It just happened the other day. Actually. Oh, it did. <laughs> you know what, though? On a side note, don't put people on speakerphone, okay? Oh. If no. I call you, don't put me on speakerphone. So I know this. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Oh my! I don't even know. He this was story he was giving his buddy a pep talk about the wedding night. His wedding night, and giving him some pointers, and didn't know he was. In the truck with his parents. And her parents. And her parents. So, yeah. That was one of many embarrassing things. But You know what, anyway. though? Don't, don't call me and put me on speakerphone if you're with your parents on your wedding day, okay? Well. Oh, gosh. I love you all. Thank you yes. for being amazing wives and all you do and all the sacrifices. We just. Rump chat would not be possible without these two. So let's give them a round of applause. Yes. Thanks, guys. I want to and Gus. Before we end, I want to tell one quick thing. Just like my dad. Any, uh, yeah. Anyhow, it is hard being married to me um, sometimes at rodeos, and this actually happened in Sydney, Iowa. I get, go out and have a little fun after because you know she's Ashley says, "Man, you need to blow off some steam. You worked hard." So at Sydney, I went and, and uh, had some fun after the performance, and she said, "Go have fun, but don't drink too much." I said, "Not a problem." I get back to the trailer. I go to sleep. The next morning, I wake up. And I look at my beautiful wife, and she smiles at me, and she goes, did you have fun last night? I said, yeah, I had, I had a couple beers, not a big deal. She goes, are you sure you only had a couple? I said, yeah, I just had a few beers, not a big deal. She's like, are you sure, baby? I was like, yeah, why? She's like, oh, I'm just checking. 
Walked into the bathroom at 8 o'clock in the morning. I still got on clown paint. <laughs> Dead giveaway. <laughs> giveaway. But thank you, girls, for loving you, ladies. I'm glad you had fun. We love you guys, Thank you guys too. for loving us because you guys could probably both do better. And we're so glad that you guys have found a way to hang out that actually makes us money. So good for you <laughs> yeah. guys. Good for you that guys. You never point. get tired of each other. Right. Ever. No. After Denver, I'm pretty happy to see him go. Well, screw you. I still. Oh, can I asshole. tell that story? Do. I do. Okay, okay so before we go. I'm kidding. This is how close these two are. So they will go to Denver, and it's 26 performances, and it's grueling. It's really hard on them, and they'll have three perfs a day some days and two perfs a day most days. So they hang out with each other a lot. They do nightcaps. But my favorite thing that they've ever done together at Denver is they purchased a crock pot as a couple. We and did. they called me and Whitney one night separately because we're obviously at home with the kids. And Justin's like, well, I need to go, babe, because uh, Bone has just made me a lovely whiskey drink, bourbon drink, bourbon drink. And uh, the stew that we put on this afternoon is just about done. <laughs> so I'll call you back. And it was the most lovely stew. You may be, so good for them. It, it, Congratulations. It, it is. I mean, Denver, you need some levity. You may be uh, friends, but... How many of you have a friend that you're close enough to where you've co-purchased a crock pot? Oh, can I tell one more about Las Vegas since we're in Las Vegas? So they call, they call Whitney and I, and they were laying over between two rodeos, and they were both in Las Vegas together. And Justin calls, and he's like, man, babe, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm here with Bone, and we're going to go out. We're going to have a great time. So I don't want anybody to be mad. Hey, Garrett. And I don't want anybody to be mad, and, and we're going to go have a great time. But you know us. We'll, we'll keep it together and everything. They go out. What did you guys do? You went to the movie, a matinee. They went to a matinee well, movie. here was the thing. Yes, We, we went it. down. Um, we've done this twice, but that time we went and, uh, you know, you have morning drinks. And At then the we pool. went to a movie, yes. and Rump got a little pint-sized fireball, a uh, bottle of fireball, and slammed that. It's delicious. <laughs> and then we get out, and we have more drinks, and eat again. Fell asleep by the pool. And then, so we were going to go take a nap. Oh, no, you tried to roundhouse a guy. Yeah, I did. On the way to the elevators. Oh and then God. we decide we're going to take a little nap and then go downtown. We woke up about 7 o'clock the next morning. Yeah. We, Just we, two wild dogs in the desert. Hey, I will, bed, I will party hard. No, the first time was the pool. Squeezers. That was at the South Point where Beyonce was serving us drinks or that who was, we thought was Beyonce. That was the worst. Okay, ma'am in the red shirt, can you stand up right there? I fell asleep by the pool at the South Point with my yes. shirt off. When I woke up, my belly was the color of that shirt. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the days of the, we drank Mai Tais. My back was the color of this, of this table here, okay? So, you know. And then, and then you rented movies. Yeah, I did. But these guys, they wind up in the hotel room ordering room service. They're in bed. They, what, do, what do you call the things, the leg massagers? The foot they squeezers. Have, they have, like, leg massagers. Ashley, be quiet. You're wall. ruining it. It is hilarious. Okay, let's give it up for the wives. How about it for Ashley, everybody? She's embarrassing Thank me. you, ladies. You're embarrassing me in front of all my rodeo friends. I'm Jeez. So, I'm so sorry. Oh, just hey, kidding. Hey, bye, boys. Well, we love you, girls. We love you And thank you all for coming out. We want to thank our new sponsor. They got a booth up here. If you guys get a chance to go check, excuse me, check out Red River Arenas, uh, stop by and talk to them with Tricia. Great people. They push the new, uh, their deal is they're not trying to take over Coliseums. Rope in your own backyard. Red River Arenas. The new sponsor for Rum Chat, we're going to have them, and we're going to actually stop by their booth. If you want Rum Chat merch, right over there, Jesse Knudsen. Jesse, raise your hand high. We got some T-shirts for sale over there. We got Rum Chat patches. We got some free stuff from Pete Carr, um, Pete Carr Parodio. Don't forget Manscaped. Tomorrow is uh, R.C. Landingham. R.C. On that, that's your man crush. It is. And on Sunday, we have Chancey Williams and the Younger Brothers Band going to be right here with us. Oat Berry's coming on at some point. Oat I think Berry. J.B. Mooney will be by sometime this week. Uh, I don't know if he'll be smoking cigarettes, but um, a, lot of, a lot of cool stuff. Mirage Watch Party, if you all want to come out there, uh, we, start, we kick off there about 5 o'clock. The after party tonight is Laney Wilson, um, NFR round number two. All right. I think we've about hit it all. But Is that it? Oh, before we leave. 
Uh, let's do, we got one giveaway, okay? How many people here like Pendleton? You guys like Pendleton whiskey? Anybody? But no, not like, do you love Pendleton whiskey? Okay. You come here, sir. Right here. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> Here's the deal. We will give, if you can drink this whole bottle in one minute, you can keep it. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Come no. on in here. What would you do for this Pendleton whiskey? What are we talking about here? You will take your, okay. You know what? That is so, you're going to take your wife somewhere. That's so nice. Give him the bottle of Pendleton. Jimmy, don't throw it. Don't throw it. We'd like to thank Have you. Have fun. Thanks Pendleton for coming whiskey. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Tomorrow we'll be back at 1130. R.C. Lanningham, NFR Bearback Rider right here. Rump Chat. Josh Hambone Hill. We'll see you all tomorrow. Sykeston. Missouri Rodeo of the Day. Check him out. Gus says see you later. Thanks, everybody. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody, we got a bucket machine contest that's being announced by two-time announcer of the year, Garrett Yergin. Get your picture taken it's, with Garrett Yergin. Meet him and greet him. It's called the Humble Bull Riding Tour.